When you're really just not feeling it, how do you get and stay motivated? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at Heather Gray Consulting. And I put out a call to arms to my email list recently for some content ideas for the show, and they came back to me in spades. Thank you so much, email list community. If you want to be on my email list community and you're not already there, you can go to heathergrayconsulting.com forward slash follow and you can get on my list and get all my updates there. But thank you so much to the members um, who wrote in with their questions. And today's question comes from an email member. And her question was short and sweet. And she basically said, I'm just not feeling it. What do you do on the low motivation days? And I love this question, mostly because it gives me an opportunity to dispel some myths about mindset, productivity, business ownership, and all of those things. Um, because I think the entrepreneurial space loves to puff you up with stories about motivation and put all of this time and attention on motivation and how to stay motivated and, you know, like using the imagery and the language. And, you know, I've been making fun of like how many times women business owners have to be told they're a badass or they're fierce um, or we're fighters in order to have some sort of puffed up, exaggerated view of ourselves to make us feel, I don't know, more manly or something more deserving of the spotlight. I'm not quite sure what the intention is, but all of it is this this puffed up sense of bravado around goals and performance and motivation gets so quickly tied to that. But I got to be honest with you, my friends, um, and I have to say some hard truth sometimes on this show is I don't really care whether or not you want to do it. I think we take our feelings and our mood and our energy entirely too seriously as business owners. You know, my dad had a rock solid successful Subway franchise, um, you know, for years and years in my childhood. And I don't think that every single day he got up and went to work working six days a week. He was like, wow, I can't wait to slice this lettuce. I can't wait to put this bread in the oven. Like this is going to be such an epic day. But you know what? At the end of the day, he made epic bank. Um, he put my sister and I through college. Um, he put my sister and I through private school. He always had a nice car in the driveway. And I don't think every single day he woke up, he was like, yes, I get to spend my time at a cash register. I get to make endless sandwiches for the students of University of Rhode Island. Like that's not, that's not how it works. Not when it comes to business. Whether or not we want to do it is besides the point. What's really important is do we want the results on the other side of the action? And sometimes when people are struggling with motivation, it's not because they don't want to do the thing. 
sometimes it's that, but the real sort of neon light that needs to be put on that sort of situation is whether or not they still want what's on the other side of that thing. Because I think sometimes, you know, it gets to be like Dunkin' Donuts, old time ad from my childhood, time to make the donuts. And you see this guy going in and his eyes are barely open and on autopilot, he's making the donuts, right? I think sometimes we as business owners fall into that trap of just doing these things on autopilot, numbing out, tuning out, doing these things. And we start to crave the idea of motivation. Like, how can I wake up pumped up and motivated? Because when I want to do the thing, I am more productive. That's why there's such an obsession with this word in the entrepreneurial space, not just because we want to be these puffed up superheroes with false bravado, but because we know as business owners that when we are motivated to do something, we get more done. And that's what the real issue is. People are trying to fast track their success and fast track their results and tune into motivation. That's fine, but you have to know it and you have to freaking own it. Because at the end of the day, if you don't get off your butt and do the thing, you are sitting in the natural consequence of not doing the thing. And that might not matter to you. If you're not feeling lit up by your business idea, if you are not feeling sort of connected and in tune to your consumers and their experience, if you have, you know, if your business has kind of lost its luster for you, then you have to be really rock solid clear that you like the results. Because at the end of the day, the money it brings in won't matter. And that's the experience my dad had. He had a significantly successful franchise. At some point in time, he opened a couple of other franchises and he was bringing in the money and he had a business that got his kids through college. But then at the end of the day, it was like, I don't really want this anymore. Like, sure, I could do this, but like, I'm nowhere near retirement age. And do I really want to be spending my last years doing this? And he went back to a job that was completely different and unrelated to anything in restaurant ownership or restaurant management. So that's, you know, we can all have a bad day. We can, you know, the the Monday after a weekend, the Tuesday after a long weekend, um, when you're three days away from vacation, like we can all wake up on the wrong side of the bed, unmotivated and all of that. And the first thing that I'm going to say is on a random day, before it becomes a pattern, if you are the business owner and there's not going to be some huge ass honking consequence to not showing up for your business that day, then don't show up for your business that day. What happens if you just give yourself room to breathe a mental health day, a day off, a time when you're not pushing, not grinding, not hustling, not forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do? You know, those those um, moments of lack of inspiration and lack of motivation, sometimes they're warning shots to our system. Like, hey, pay attention. You know, one of the things that's really interesting right now in the news, if you're following it, is that burnout is becoming a diagnostic medical condition. And like, does don't we have to start thinking about what are the warning signs? How can we cut this off at the pass? You're talking to somebody who burned out of her first two career choices. 
is because I ignored warning shots. And so, you know, you're co- I'm coming at you from a place of I never want that to happen to me again. And I sure as hell don't want it to happen to my audience. So the first thing you need to do is say, like, maybe you just give yourself a day off. And if there's going to be immediate consequence to not showing up, if you are going to be struggling you know, with something or you're going to fail to get in a deadline if you don't show up, then what you do for yourself is schedule that day off, schedule that free time as soon as possible. Give yourself some oxygen, inject the system with some distraction and energy. You know, one of the things that we always, you know, I used to notice a lot in my corporate job when I was managing a program is how much more I got done on my first day of work back from vacation because it recharges the system. And I remember too getting so like tuned into it that I would schedule things for when my other people on my team came back from vacation because I knew their creativity would be at its highest point. I knew their energy would be fulfilled and I knew that we were gonna be able to innovate and develop with fresh eyes and fresh perspectives. So you wanna take advantage of that. You wanna harness it and then create motivation for yourself. But if you've done that and a lack of motivation is becoming a pattern or your sort of way of moving through the world, then yes, absolutely, you need to look at your business and whether or not you still want it. But then the other part of this is dispelling the myth that if you are doing work you love, you will never work another day in your life. That is such bullcrap. It is such Bullcrap. There are so many things about this business of mine that I love. I love being on the mic like I am with you right now talking about my show. I love giving people in the moment advice, directing them. I'm super, super obsessed with my coaching on demand program right now because, you know, my clients get such amazing results from it in like lightning speed. But can I tell you what I don't love? I don't love pitching myself endlessly to podcast for interviews. I don't love trying to figure out if I can find my way with Instagram. I've decided by the way that I can't, that it's just not my bag, not my thing. I gave it the good old college try, but I, I flipping hate it. <laughs> so I need to find another social media place to hang out at right? Like there are so many things that we don't want to do, that we don't like doing. The bookkeeping, the numbers. Some people like totally nerd out on their numbers and their metrics for their business. Other people really struggle with them. So, you know, for you and, you know, where you're at, like there are always going to be things you don't want to do. And if you still want the end goal, then I don't care that you don't want to do it. Stop giving yourself so much time and paying attention to every single feeling. Like it is simply not true that we're always going to want to do the things that we have to do. And I think this entrepreneurial space has become freaking obnoxious and self-indulgent with this idea that we don't have to work, that we don't have to do things that feel like work, that we can build these lives where every single thing we enjoy and we can pay people to do the rest. And sure, if your business has hit, you know, the, the major income milestones and you can just afford to hire a team and dole it out and all of that, then fine, go, you know, Godspeed, like live your life on the beach while other people run your business. But for most people, particularly the audience listening to my show, that's not where you're at. 
you're going to have to do something you don't want to do. But you have to like recognize and own that you get to control what it is you don't want to do and still choose to do it or choose to hire it out or choose the natural consequence of not doing it. Now, one of the things that you've seen me all do and model for you this year is the fact that at the beginning of the year, I made a clear decision for myself that I no longer wanted to host my Facebook group. I didn't enjoy doing it. I didn't enjoy like, you know, sort of feeling compelled to come up with a witty topic of conversation, being the leader, driving the conversation, coming up with things to say when I was already doing it every day for my podcast. It didn't light me up. It didn't make me happy. It didn't contribute to the ROI of my business. There were so many reasons why I just needed to let it go. But at the same point, it was something that allowed me visibility. It was something that allowed me to stay on people's radar. And I had to decide for myself what I was willing to do instead. What was my visibility plan going to be now that I decided I wasn't motivated to show up on Facebook? And you've heard me talk about it with the pitching myself to podcasts, trying Instagram on for size, and then nixing Instagram. And I will continue to ask and continue to explore because I don't believe in the idea that we have to run our businesses on a pattern of you know chores and tasks that we don't like. But I I absolutely believe that there are going to be parts of our business that we're not going to like because they're not our zone of genius, because we don't particularly care about them, or because they're our necessary evil. But I would really start to encourage entrepreneurs to stop taking themselves so damn seriously and to recognize that sometimes you're just not going to feel it and that's okay and take a day off. Other times you're not going to feel it and it's going to be a warning sign because your goals and your end game have changed for yourself. And other times it's just because it's a bright sunny day and you would rather be at the beach, but you have to suck it up because this X activity is going to bring in X amount of money for your business. You know, staying motivated, you know, is going to be owning your choice. And this reminds me of this random, this such an unrelated topic, but hopefully um, it will help you. Um, When I started my program director position, I inherited this team of this program where leadership had been just wiped out. Like the leaders were largely ineffective. The program was largely ineffective. So the agency before I arrived, they basically played bad cop. So they fired everyone and got rid of everyone. So all of those personnel changes wouldn't then in turn be associated with me in my management, right? So then as a result, the team that I had remaining, they had just been beaten up. They were like the last people standing and they were exhausted and they were carrying so much. And I had this one staff person who came into my office kind of with tears in her eyes. And she's like, I just don't know if I can do this for another day. It is been so hard for so long and you just got here and I know you're full of potential and I know you're full of hope, but I am exhausted. And I took her to my desk and I opened up, at the time it was Monster, 
I'm so dating myself. I haven't heard of Monster in ages for a job hunting site. But I took her to Monster and I said, okay, like bachelor's in psychology, X number of years in social services. Let's see what other kind of job we can find you. And she kind of looked at me like I was a crazy person. And she's like, you're not going to try to talk me into staying. You're not going to help me see the way that life is sunnier on the other side of the street. And I said, no, like right now, like you are coming off of a period of time where you felt trapped in this position where you had to do it because if you didn't do it, it was just going to bust open. What you need to do now is get back in the driver's seat, get back in control. Again, even (laughs) a million years ago, I was still using that analogy of being in the driver's seat. But I said, you need to recognize you're driving the car, that if you choose to stay here, it's absolutely your choice or you can choose to leave. And I think that one of the things that comes with motivation is that periodically we have to give ourselves opportunity to re-choose, to decide again, to weigh our options and go, yep, still want it. And now what you heard from me at the beginning of the year, I spent all this time pitching myself to be guests on podcasts to increase my visibility, and it largely did not work. Um, I would say it it very nearly didn't work at all. It worked a little bit, but it certainly didn't work as a long-standing lead generating activity for myself, not as much as my own podcast has done for my business. Um, the, the, sort of system on it, um, you know, it really slowed down from the the time that I initially joined the space. So now that I'm many months into it, I'm looking at that as an intervention and saying like, okay, do I still want it? Well, yeah, sure. It would be lovely to be a guest on other people's show. I would love that opportunity, but no, not at the expense of like all of the time, all of the energy it took me to just get the, you know, the interviews that I got and then, you know, the system of it and all of that. I looked at it, lost motivation, found it defeating, but then I rechose. And that's what I would want you guys to do is looking at the landscape just like I brought my staff person with it to go right up to the wall of looking of like burning it all down, leaving it all behind. And do you still want it? And if you don't do it, are you willing to sit in the natural consequence of not doing it? Because if that's the conversation you have with yourself, you are in the driver's seat and then it always leaves more hope and more possibility for tomorrow. But you want to get in control of it. And part of that is going to be acknowledging that wanting to do it isn't going to be a requirement for the job. So like we can dial back on that rhetoric just a little bit. Um, I hope I've given you something to think about here. I love these episodes where like it's a single question and you guys get like a full conversation out of it. So hopefully you guys are fired up, if not motivated for your own jobs, at least fired up by this conversation to think about how you can apply it in your life, in your business. And as you heard me say at the start of the show, I am always looking for questions. So if you are struggling with something in your life, in your business, and you want my real talk and my eyes on it, send your question my way, heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.